happy hour this is your host Riley Wilkes and wow what a week for TikTok drama if you've been on the app at all you know exactly what I'm talking about not even just that one situation that you, you, you know I know like we know what we're talking about but there's been like two or three others that I'm dying to give you my thoughts on I was actually gonna record Wednesday night but then this started happening like Wednesday Thursday ish and I was like, all right, I got to wait because I knew more things would come in. And I was like, all right, it's finally time to record. I, so far, I think all the information is going to be in. But I'm going to talk about something else before I discuss the drama going on, sort of. So first, I want to discuss Harry Styles. I love Harry Styles. I'm just letting you guys know this. My bias before I sort of speak on the situation. But I love that man. If you're listening to this, I assume you are too. Unless you're, no, I'm not going to say that. I'll get in trouble for saying that. So, he was on the cover of Vogue magazine. Huge deal. He deserves it all. Vogue was lucky to have him as the king he is. And he wanted to wear a dress. And, like, okay, cool. Like, and he looked, he looked amazing in that dress. He looked better than all women I know who wear dresses. And so everyone was happy. I was like, oh my god, look how hot he is. Like, not even frightening about the dress. Like, oh my god, man, dress so hot. Like, embrace your femininity and everything like that. And that's how most people were expecting, like, the public to receive that. Yeah, not so much. So Candace Owens first went on Twitter. And if you don't know who Candace Owens is, you're lucky. She's a Trump supporter, Republican, who's basically made... Her fame off being racist and she is a black woman but she's still extremely divisive and says horrific things and speaks out in favor of issues that are social justice issues and it's she's a very problematic person she's an idiot she's a fucking dumbass I'm just gonna fucking say it like that so she first tweeted against it no one was really, really worried about it until she did it. So, she first tweeted about five days ago about the issue. And keep in mind that, like, she wears suits. And I think it's amazing. I think she looks good in a suit. She's a beautiful woman. I'm going to say that. But she wears suits. Not something traditionally, quote-unquote, traditionally, females wear. Women wear. That doesn't mean there's anything wrong with it. But it's just according to her own traditional values that she loves to preach. So about a week ago, she tweets this. There is no society that can survive without strong men. The East knows this. In the West, the study of feminization of our men at the same time that Marxism is being taught to our children is not a coincidence. It is an outright attack. Bring back manly men. And it was just in response to hairstyles in an interview saying there's so much joy to be had in playing with clothes i've never thought too much about what it means it's just becomes extended part of creating something a great quote he's never nowhere in his vogue article does he say all men should wear this this line that needs to be 
integrating society. If you are against wearing a dress, you are sexist. He does not say that. He says he likes it. And it's just sort of like a part of who he is. Like he should, if that's how he feels. But Candace believes, compares it to Marxism, to communism. Harry Styles wearing a fucking dress to Candace Owens is communism. Like, how can... Where do those two things correlate? Like, I'm not even going to get into what's so wrong right now about her statement on that. And she got fucking ratioed. She had 47,000 comments. It's a bad ratio. And people everywhere were calling her, like, I stand with Harry and posting pictures of them in dress. And then she said, she started trunning on Twitter because everyone was just dogging on her. And, like, just pointing out her terrible take. She said, since I'm trending, I'd like to clarify what I meant when I said bring back manly men. I meant bring back manly men. Terms like toxic masculinity were created by toxic females. Real women do not fake feminism. Sorry, I'm not sorry. And someone responded to this, which is very accurate, saying, Candace Owens is 50 years behind on culture and education. Here's Iggy Pop, David Bowie, and Kurt Cobain all cross-dressing. The list of other men in music doing the same is very long. This trend around started in 1970 when all their cultures like sports. Welcome to 1970. Which these guys, these guys are the real heroes. Like, lead singers and bands and stuff during the 80s, 90s, 70s were very feminine. And dressed like it, wore makeup had high voices, and there was nothing wrong with that. And no one really had an issue with them. But a lot of them were also openly gay, so there's another issue of treating openly gay men different from straight men. And just assume that it's okay when an openly gay man is, and basically comparing him to a woman, he's still every bit of a man as a straight cis man would be. And she retweeted that tweet saying, PSA, mining pictures on the internet of men girls is not going to suddenly make me attracted to men in dress. No one fucking said you had to be. I'm impervious to woke culture. Showing me 50 examples of something won't make it any less stupid. Hashtag only back men. And Harry Styles is fucking way bigger than her scrawny ass white husband. Who fucking sucks Trump's dick. And the thing is, yeah, it's just no one said you had to be attracted. It's just don't shit on a man for choosing what he own ones are. You're talking about communism. You're bringing the idea that men shouldn't be allowed to wear what they choose. How is that? Like, Republicans usually advocate for less government interference, and libertarianism especially is like no government interference. And she's doing exactly that. That's what she... She's advocating for what she strongly advocates against, just sub- subconsciously. He also, she also said, wait until they find out... I also think women should be feminine, and I enjoy cooking for t- and taking care of my husband. No one cares, Defcon one. No one cares if you cook or clean for your husband. That the point, whole point is, if a man wants to wear shorts and a t-shirt, go ahead. There's nothing wrong with that. But to imply that it's wrong for someone else to choose what they're comfortable wearing is the issue at large here. That's what people have an issue with. You can do whatever you want with your husband because that's what you choose to do. But you can also wear suits and stuff because that's what you choose to do. That point is no one should be judged for it, but you're the one doing the judging. And then someone, Elijah Wood, who's an actor, responded, I think you missed the definition of what a man is. Masculinity alone does not make a man. 100%. You're right on point. And she said, don't tempt me. Sorry. She, and then she referenced a movie ignoring his entire peak. It's insane. 
she's like this is not even top ten of the stupidest things she said. And then Candace Owens also said when people were talking about Freddie Mercury, the leading singer of Queen and Kurt Cobain, she said, "Newsflash, woke idiots! When you send pictures of Freddie Mercury and Kurt Cobain dressed as women to prove your point, you're actually proving my mind. Stable men do not wear ball gowns. The end. Look at the drug addict and the man who committed suicide. They wore dresses too. Impossibly stupid. Okay, I'm ignoring the dress part for this tweet. The fact that she's saying, "Look at this drug addict and man who committed suicide." To f she's comparing the dress wearing to that. That is something that should not be taken lightly. And they had, the fact that they had mental illness and was in that much pain and had so much suffering. They'd be like, oh, ha ha. Like, to say that their life valued any less or that they were any less masculine because they actually dealt with addiction and depression. She's a, a sick... And someone responded, what about David, Bo David Bowie? He was very open about his drug addiction and various abuses coming up in the music injury and the paranoid psychosis cocaine would inspire. Hollywood glorifies struggle, mainstream suffering, caskets normal people for calling out madness of all. They personally will be calling out for help. And Hollywood psychopath, psychophants would be like, stunning, brave. It's the reason we lose so many talented musicians so young because their fan base are the biggest enablers. No, that is not true. What people are doing is not advocating, it's not glorifying struggles, it's creating an open conversation about the struggles that people in Hollywood face so that they can help before it's too late and do what you just mocked older generations do. That's the whole, that's what they're fighting against. But you are mocking the people who you were saying are at risk for this. You were saying that these are the type of people, so why would you want them? Why would you mock them? For quote unquote screaming for help, it's ins I just I can't believe someone would think so disgraceful. Like and then Spencer Wallace, TikToker, three million dollars. She's like sort of close like Ann Mills and Brendan and is ugly and those things. She posted a video, so he does this daily stream where every day he complains about like screams jokingly and complains about like something that happened during his day. She posted the just like ridiculing him and for his men is. Mental instability. And that's all I'm going to say about her. I'm going to go back to the main issue at that point. Is clothing does not have a gender. Yes, traditionally, clothing, uh, certain genders have worn certain clothing, but that does not mean it is attached to the hip. In reality, it is just cloth. It's fabric. We're wearing the same fabric. It's just, it's length of the fabric. That is all it is. It is not so deep. Even Logan Paul was on his podcast impulsive and was like, yeah, people are freaking out. And then his, his um, co-worker was like, that's not manly. And Logan was like, well, why not? Like, why is it not manly? Is the definition of manly being comfortable in your own skin and doing what you feel like without being a fear of being attacked? Because that's what Harry Styles did. In my opinion, if you were a short shorts and t-shirt on the cover of Vogue, you're no more manly than a man who wears a dress. Harry Styles wore a dress, knowing the ridicule that would come his way, yet he was still brave enough to do it. Because of people like her, and people, pundits all over the world making fun of him. But first of all, that's also what nowadays women are attracted to. If you're on TikTok, you know people are like simping over Vinnie Hacker. They're simping over men who wear makeup. And paint their nails like Zarbra. Hell, I paint my nails. I don't give a fuck. Like, 
if someone wants to do it with their own body, it's it's their body. That's the whole point. You think like you can, you should be able to not wear a mask in public, even though that actually endangers the life of others. But then you get mad at someone for wearing a fucking dress. Like men wearing dresses is so far on the list of priorities that the USA is facing right now, and that's what you're choosing to talk about instead of all of the other things. People are dying because of a national pandemic. But let's focus on Harry Styles wearing a dress. Masculinity is not tied to what you wear or who you're attracted to or who you are as a person. It's about your character and your willingness to stand up for what you believe in. And just being who you are. And that's what Harry Styles did. And I'm glad Logan Paul's changed as a person. He's actually a really good dude and I've seen him do this. He defended Harry Styles. And so did everyone important really in internet culture. It shows it showed you a lot of who certain people are by how they judge this. About who the real men are in society. And that's all I have to say about that situation. Alright, now it is time to talk about what I know you guys have been waiting for. The great, the mighty, the snail scandal. Dun dun dun. I'm kidding, this whole fucking thing is the stupidest shit I've, like, literally the stupidest shit I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. So, for those of you who are living under a rock and don't know what happened, I'll just recap it a little bit for you. So, it all started when the D'Amelio family released a YouTube video. It was called Dinner with the D'Amelios. It was their first episode, I guess, it became a new series where their family will invite someone to dinner and they all have, like, they have a chef cooking for them and everything. And they week they had James Charles on. And so, there was, like, 13 different things that happened in this video that caused people to attempt to cancel them. So the first one was the food. So Dixie is a very um, picky eater or has a very upset stomach or something like that. And the chef made escargot, which is snails. It's cooked snails. I personally like it, but it's uh, definitely a, a controversial taste. So anyway. He offers them stills, and he's like, Charlie goes, I want dino nuggets. <laughs> like, not crying, like, actually mad, just like, have, like, oh, I don't, she's like, I want dino nuggets, something. To, like, just simplify that she's a kid, but she was joking, obviously, or maybe she wasn't, she wanted dino nuggets, who gives a fuck? It was funny. And so, they're like, Dixie, try that, and she's like, what is this, ooh, and then the dad's like, oh, it's a mushroom. And she's like, no, it's, is it a snail? And the chef was like, yes, it's a snail, so she tries it, and then she's like, Looks like she likes it at first, but then Mia's like, like shocked, and then she starts like spitting it out, and then she goes outside and she throws up, like she actually does throw up, and that's it, like that is it. And the other issue was Charlie was talking about it. So Charlie is about ninety nine million followers right now, and she talked about how she wished she got a hundred million on the one year anniversary of when she got a million, just because that was a cool milestone. It would have been cool, like anniversary to hit like exactly a year later you get a hundred million a hundred fucking million followers which no one has done on the app yet she didn't say she wasn't ungrateful and then james replied because james and charlie are really good friends so he's allowed to fucking say this he's like oh is 95 million not good enough for you like as a joke and she's like oh no 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 it's just like even numbers like and i have ocd personally so like i get it like i like odd numbers it's just it's just a thing people like and so that was what happened. Like, that is legitimately it. And so the first issue people took 
place was mainly with Dixie. So people were furious at Dixie. They're like, how dare you insult the chef? I feel so bad. Like, imagine how he felt. He worked so hard just for you to be a brat and hate it over a fucking snail. Let me just remind you guys. This is over a snail. This is over a fucking a fucking snail, guys, that she didn't like. They're like, how, like, you're so ungrateful. The family got to her. Look how much she's changed. So I'm just going to go look at some of her comments after that. All that money can't buy class and respect. The day has come where these two get canceled. Not Dixie liking the hate comments. Imagine getting 43 million followers for being someone's sister. She liked that. Oh, the two most dramatic girls. She liked that. Even Trish called you out. LOLs. And she liked that. Trisha, I'll get to fucking Trisha later. And then someone said, unpopular opinion, but I've never understood why they both have so much hype. Like, what do they do besides TikTok? I don't know. I don't see it. First of all, who knows why anyone has the hype? Mainly for being attractive. That's how everybody gets it. Charlie can dance. That's what originally made her popular. Dixie is related to Charlie, so yes, she's going to get popular. But she's also done stuff with her music to grow off of Charlie's popularity. Like, again, all that money. Can't buy that. The people in comments are so bored. Is this who we are? Exactly. Exactly. You know what's bad when Trisha called you out? My respect for Dixie and Charlie going down on the graph emoji. Sh shut the fuck up with that emoji. Please, I'm, I'm begging you. No one gives a fucking shit if you respect on up or down. I promise you no one cares. Anyway, it was very little, but now I have no respect for y'all 19 and acting 10 and Charlie too. It's the being disrespectful with the fairy emojis. Family for me. It's the no manners for me yawning emojis. Their lives matter. My respect for James and Trisha went... My respect for James said up, and my respect for y'all said down. So this is just some of the hate videos that were pissed. And she made a video explaining it. And someone was like, this is not an apology, you're trying to clear your name. And she goes, I'm sorry, I don't like snails. <laughs> and it's like, okay, not explain your damn evil lot. Okay, that's kind of funny. I'm trying to make a cover so you won't lose any followers from me. Sorry I don't like snails. Like, literally, like... And someone commented, what about Charlie not appreciating 99.5 million followers? Oh, there's nothing to say for that, right? She never said that. Like, where in the video did she say that? Like, where did she say, I don't care about my fans. They are just numbers. No. And then the exact next post was of Noah Beck. And people are just flipping their shit over it. And Charlie was actually, like, upset. Dixie didn't care, but Dixie's also 19 years old, and she could give one less of shit. And Charlie's 16, so she's bound to have, like, issues with it. She's bound to take it more seriously than Dixie is. And she was literally crying, because people are fucking sending her death threats. And fucking telling her to kill herself. To kill herself! Over an e video where she said it would have been cool to get a milestone exactly one year after. And that she fucking wanted Diner Nuggets. If you are about to send that to yourself, think about it. Just think to yourself real quick. What am I sending this for? Did she rape somebody? Did she kill somebody? Did she viciously beat somebody up? Or did she want Diner Nuggets? Or did Dixie not like a snail? It got so out of proportion. Because y'all gave Charlie the hype. You gave Dixie the hype. And you 
were pissed off that it wasn't you. Your jealous, your deep-seated insecurity and internalized misogyny against these women. That this is what you found to cancel it. Even when there was accusations of Dixie being a Trump supporter and the family being a Trump supporter, it did not get this much traction. And the fact, I've literally never seen people switch up so fast. Ever in my entire life when it came to this. Literally two hours. It's just you guys want to be on the popular side. Whoever people are respecting right now, you're going to respect. But as soon as they switch, you're going to follow them. Guys, I'm literally begging you, think for yourself. Like, this is such a situation where I'm like, like, I just, I watched it so many times trying to understand why are people so angry about this? And I just, I can't. Like, this is what you're choosing to be angry about. There are people, like Zoe Laverne, still in this app, and she gets hate too, and rightfully deserved with her. But it did not really measure up to this amount of Charlie hate. Tony Lopez. I, you know how I feel. I don't think Tony Lopez is a predator because of the evidence that shows he did not know about age. But he still is, gets kind of creepy. Like, the whole, his whole situation was gross. And he's still, you know, he still gets a fucking lot of hate, actually. But he doesn't get as much as Charlie got. The main point, I think, that it comes when people who aren't popular creators hate on Charlie. And they're like, bro, all she did was dance and she blew up. You do it then. Please, I'm begging you. Because, yes, that's what she did. And it could have happened to anybody, but it didn't happen to you. And you are so upset that it wasn't you. You are so jealous that Charlie is living in L.A., getting ads in the Super Bowl, working with fucking Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez and A-list celebrities, and she's becoming a celebrity herself. Maybe you see her, but you're jealous that's not you. Guess what? I am too. I wish I was Charlie. I wish I was a, had a hundred million followers. Of course I do. If you're saying you don't, you're denying that obvious fact. But I'm... If you were in the, if I know if I was in this Charlie situation, I would never want this to happen. And she's just such a genuine person who doesn't get in trouble. That's why you have to find this situation to try to cancel her. Over. She's a person who just doesn't do that stuff. She doesn't say the N-word. She doesn't say the F-slur. She doesn't not speak out against stuff like Black Lives Matter. She does do that. Like, what is good enough for you? How much does somebody have to prove their worth for when something little like this happens for you guys to be like, okay, this is not that serious? Like, do you have to be the fucking Pope? To be fucking God? Like, what do you have to be? Like, set up some goddamn standards. Like, shit. If there was a different creator who did this thing, it's still stupid, but if it was a problematic creator, I would understand more. Because I would understand there's something to base this off of. But the pain that you caused that little girl. When I saw Charlie crying, I almost fucking cried. It was just... Because I know, like... I don't know how it feels to be in her position. But I know what it would feel like. And I can't imagine that pain. Like, all of that over dino nuggets. The fact that the chef had to come out and say, I am personally friends with the Demilius. Like, obviously he's a personal friend with them. He's a personal chef. Like, he's known them for a while. Like, we're family friends... I've cooked for them before. They are the most incredible kind, sweet girls. It was a bit. He They admitted it was a bit because they knew Dixie had an upset stomach so they tried to feed her something gross and see what would happen. They did not take it seriously, but everyone... People love to act like they are the victims in the situation instead of just... When the person who you guys are acting like is the victim says they're not a victim, 
They are not a victim, guys. That pisses me off that you guys continuously make other people, no matter what they say, the victim. No matter how they feel about the situation and how it's blown out of proportion. But no, some person with 30 followers on TikTok thinks they're spoiled little brats. So it has to go this far. It just, it just does not. And you guys are forcing it to front, to happen. And I'll get into the Trisha stuff because there's that's where the people started switching fast. And the fact that there's a bigger issue with her, but also a fantastic way Charlie handled it. Alright, let's do it. Let's talk about Trisha Paietis. So Trisha Paietis is a popular creator who's been around for a while, she's been around 10 years. I don't even really know what she's famous for. She's been on like America's Got Talent, got rejected within like three seconds. She's been just like a YouTube personality, an internet comment commentator, I guess. But she's also been blatantly anti-Semitic, racist, tr transphobic. She still is anti-Semitic. She said Hitler wasn't that bad of a guy. She was friends with Shane Dawson. And they, just this past week, she's been anti-Semitic. That's her new thing. She likes to claim Judaism as her own culture. And even though she's barely studying anything about it, doesn't even know the simplest aspects of the religion. And so she is known as famous for being problematic and for being that. And it sucks that people still comment stuff on her page, even if it's calling her out, like it's only going to boost her algorithm and give her more attention. It's a shame that people haven't unfollowed her and that people follow her to see the drama. But she decided to call out the video of Dixie. And she just basically said that someone needs to humble them. And that when people get like that certain level of fame, get arrogant. And she said that Charlie thinks she's entitled to 100 million followers. Even though in that video, like it just, it just, it, where did you get her for saying, I just wish I had more time so I could hit it like on the year anniversary. Where from that part did you get that she isn't that she said she was entitled to a million, hundred million followers? Like I would love for you to show me right here, ungrateful. Right here, she says they are just numbers. No, and so she continued to be obsessed with that. And then Charlie, the fucking queen she is, said on her live, like in the nicest, most it, it was adorable. Like it was so sweet because she didn't want to be mean to Trisha, even though Trisha's being a fucking dick to her, Charlie's only fucking 16, and she's a 32-year-old grown-ass woman who's also showing her pussy on camera to her young audience and, like, her boobs and everything like that. And she was like, and Trisha, I do not need you to call me out. You have enough of your own issues, and frankly, it is none of your business, and you don't know what you're talking about, and you have your own stuff to worry about, and you're not a nice person. So she said that, dried her ass, and then Trisha had the last ass. She screen recorded it, put a TikTok about it, and was like, first of all, don't worry about my problems. Like, that's exactly what started this whole thing was you getting up in Charlie's business and trying to act like you have this moral high ground. It talked about needing to be humbled or entitled, and I know she's making money off this, and I know that's how she stays relevant, but then you don't get to say, stay out of my business. Charlie is 16 years old, you are 32, and Charlie is acting 10 times more mature about this than you. And she continued to comment about the situation and talk about just how it's rude and how they needed to apologize. Like, what do you... Dixie's literally like, who do you want me to apologize to? The snail? Snail, I'm sorry. 
And she then proceeded one, when people started switching. Because at first they were like, yes, Stan, Trisha. You know it's bad when Trisha has to call you out. I agree with Trisha. Like, when people started to switch on her, she called out James Charles. And this is where it, like, fully switched on her. She basically was like, Charlie, it's not you. Like, I know you're surrounded in your minder, but it's the people who are around you convincing. Like, I know you're friends with James Charles, and it's kind of weird because he's a grown man. And I know he has in past of predatoring on people and stuff like that. And I know how Tati manipulated him and now he's manipulating you. And James clapped the fuck back, and I think his video has over 10 million likes on TikTok. He was basically saying, I wasn't even going to respond to this, but you was implied that the fact that you implied that me and Charlie's friendship is nothing more than what it is, a friendship, is disgusting. You are accusing me of being a child groomer. I do not take that lightly. And you are someone who is friends with Shane Dawson, anti-Semitic, offended the DID community, racist, said the N-word. Called Hitler not a bad person, supported Trump, etc. So frankly, I'd worry about your own stuff before talking about me. And he just he slayed. He didn't he didn't stutter once. Like he did not stutter at all. And immediately that's when people started switching. Like everybody. And my respect for James went up, my respect for James went up, my respect for the Amelia sisters, Dixie went up, like, just shut the fuck up with that comment, please, I'm begging you, like, do you think you're creative when you comment that, do you think no one thought about that, do you think you're funny, you're not, and luckily, the hate has died down, but this shows you how fast people can turn on you, and so people being jealous of these popular creators, yes, Charlie and Dixie and the Hype House and Sway House have had millions of opportunities for them. They're making really good money, and they're famous. But that also comes with 100 million death threats. Millions of just personal attacks from people who do not know you. I only have about 3,000 followers on TikTok. If I get a hate comment, and I only get like three maybe, it makes me feel bad. So imagine like what hundreds of thousands... Even a million hate comments make somebody feel. So just think about it. When you before you comment something like this, if you have any, if you're listening to anything I say this entire podcast, it's this. Think about what you were doing when you were sending a death threat to somebody over something that you see on the internet. If it was posted to your school that you said that, would you be proud of it? And the most likely thing is also if you're commenting something like that on their post, they are not going to see it. But your people who are your friends, your family, your loved ones who are struggling will see it. And it will affect them in ways you might not know. So just be careful what you say. And just think, like, is this is this necessary? There's so much going on with Demilies. She dyed her hair black back to brown. No black, and she looks amazing, beautiful. But I'm also afraid that she did it because all these 15-year-old boys were like, she had the biggest glow down in history when she dyed her hair pink. Like, let her be, guys. And the first of all, thing is, all she did was age a year. She just looks older. Like, it's kind of creepy that you're saying that's the biggest glow down. It's kind of concerning that that's what you're saying. She just wants to dye her hair like every other fucking 16-year-old in the country. But let her be. And Papa Gut said this too. There, 
people are flaming her for wanting chicken nuggets, but Charlie has also revealed that she has had some eating disorders in the past. And when people who have eating disorders, they resort to comfort foods, foods that they know they can digest and that they know they will eat. And that might be food like chicken nuggets, mac and cheese, pizza, basic stuff like that. And especially with Trisha, who has commented about people mocking her and stuff for her weight to do that, knowingly or not knowingly, it's just tone deaf. And what she has done, she's made over 100 videos in the past two days, maybe even 200 or 300 videos about it. And she's making a ton of money off of it because people keep giving reviews. It sucks that that's who we are today. It does. But I just wish Charlie the best of luck and Dixie. But it is sad that we have to do that. And the last thing I sort of want to mention before is the Alex Cooper, who's the podcast host of Call Her Daddy, one of the most famous podcasts in the world for all genres at Barstool Sports did an interview with the BFF podcast in which it's the host by Dave Porn, he's the founder of Barstool and Josh Richards' famous TikToker. And they asked her all about the Sway Boys, and she was like, Blake, I know Blake because his girlfriend is in my DMs, like, asking every question about the relationship. And Bryce, she just, was, like, did not seem very attractive to Bryce. And when she got to a picture of Noah, because, like, she was ranking all of them and stuff, she was like, I don't like him because I'm what I've heard from him. And Dave was like, no, you've heard about Blake Gray. And she's like, no, I've also heard about Noah. I just don't like when people fake relationships with clout. And as you guys know, I love Noah Beck. I, and then Dixie duetted the video, like a video of that on TikTok with just her and Noah like in bed. <laughs> it was just funny. And I, I don't think the relationship is fake because Alex Cooper, but I also don't, they all attacked Alex Cooper. Blake was like, who even are you? You're someone in like their mid thirties with a midlife crisis. And she's, first of all, she's 26 and famous as fuck. Even if you might not recognize her face. And then people retweeted that a picture of Blake liking her bikini photos like over the summer. <laughs> and they're friends now, they're chill. Like everyone's chill with her now. And then Bryce continued on with the midlife crisis stuff. Like imagine if a guy did it. Yeah, maybe it would be worse. But she didn't really body shame. She was like too muscular, like not even a bad thing. Like, if you looked at a woman bodybuilder, some people might be like, hey, that's too muscular. And then, it's like she never said that, like, she knew for sure about Noah. And Noah didn't come out, because Noah's sweet, sweet, sweet pie. But I don't think anything, there is anything to that, and I don't think she meant anything. She was like, that's what I've heard, but she literally said she knows nothing about these people. And she was asked a question. You guys have to realize when interviewers ask a question, like, they answer it the best they can, but, like, they have to answer it. Like, they're not going to say nothing. Because then that provides for no content. And Griffin ended up going on that podcast later and speaking about his relationship with Dixie. And basically said, yeah, like, everyone thinks of me as a bad guy. And, like, I love Dixie and stuff. But the way it went down, it was like, I was the only one who did something wrong. So he didn't ever actually cheat on her. He never slept with another woman. He flirted with someone on Snapchat. But he also added there was other things. Like, there was something else going on with her and Noah while we were dating. He said he, he doesn't think they slept together, but they would go on trips to Malibu with like their bestie group, like Curtis and Charlie. And it's like on long drives, they would hang out. Like they would go out late at night. And I love Noah and Dixie. I don't think they did anything wrong, but I know what that feels like. And I 
I believe that that did happen. Not that it's wrong of Noah to do that, but I can see how Griffin and her clearly weren't meant to be, and that maybe led Griffin to believe, like, hey, she doesn't like me. And yeah, maybe you some could call it emotional cheating. I don't think that was it, but I do believe Griffin when he says there was something off with Noah and Dixie while they're dating. And again, I don't think that's an issue, but some might. But I do believe it happened, and I believe Griffin doesn't deserve all the hate he's getting. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Sorry I didn't get to do any Bachelor recap or Grey's recap. It was just so much TikTok drama, and I really wanted... I feel like that's what you guys want to listen until you tell me otherwise, because that's what gets the best numbers. So please make sure you guys are streaming this episode. I love you guys so much. But make sure you're following, and you're, make sure you're subscribed, too. Love you guys, but, you know, some of you guys aren't doing that, and I need, I need, I need my bag. <laughs> and I hope you have a great week. I really do. Um, and a great weekend. I'm going to be all on TikTok room all weekend trying to find the next drama to talk about. I hope it's, I hope something else, not like horrible happens, but like something else that gives me more TikTok to talk about because I honestly love diving into these like social issues and how it's sort of at the root of cancel culture and toxic masculinity and stuff like that. So have a great weekend. Have a fantastic Thanksgiving. I'll see you guys probably next Friday. I work Friday and Wednesday, but I don't want to get out before Thanksgiving unless something big happens. Maybe Tuesday. It just depends like when stuff happens. If there's nothing to talk about, then I can't do a podcast. Anyway, you guys are amazing. Very amazing. I I love you guys. There they go, back in stadiums, the shady spitzes flow Nuts they go, macadamia, they go so ballistic, whoa He can make them look like bozos, he's wondering if he should spit this slow Fuck no, go for broke, his cup just run up over, oh no He ain't had him a buzz like this since the last time that he overdosed They've been waiting patiently for Pinocchio to poke his nose Back into the game and they know rap will never be the same as before Bashing in the brains of these hoes and establishing a name as he goes The passion and the flame is ignited, you can't put it out once we light it This shit is exactly what the fuck that I'm talking about when we riot you dealing with a few true villains who stand inside of the booth who's spilling and spit true feelings until our two feelings come flying up out of our mouths never mind it payback motherfucker for the way that you got at me how's it taste when i slap the taste out of your mouth with the bass so loud that it shakes the place i'm hannibal lecter so just in case you're thinking of saving face you ain't gonna have no face to save by the time i'm through with this place so straight place so straight kane is in the building